0: company executive may have his 400 million dollars but uh. you have your pickerel lake experience <laughs> which is more valuable Gosh, ultimately you know so i think we're getting the wrap up and uh okay signal thank- from our engineer Kristen. thank you to Kristen summerall for doing a very rapid and brilliant engineering job today juggling many balls getting tyson on the phone at the last minute when the saluting on cue for the on American cue. patriotic national anthem. All right, we're going to head out. Mike Perini's coming up next. You've been listening to Renegade Solutions, it's a white buffalo calf woman production. I want to thank you, Shock, for your comments about sacred places and can't we all just get along? See you next week. Say it, Ollie. Takweasa.
1: <laughs>
2: Off his box, a box of chocolates. Would I know to stay away? What said If I hand off box, a box of chocolates, would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have
0: half a mind to stay.
1: Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox and WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is Mike, and this is a show about food we do every Thursday at 6.30. And today, we'd like to talk about the agrarian adventure, and we have some folks in the studio to talk about that. Would you like to introduce yourselves?
0: Yes, hi. My name's Alyssa Trumbull, and I'm the director of the agrarian adventure. Hi there. Hi.
2: Hi. I'm Helen Arate, and I'm in the food and garden club at Tappan.
1: Excellent. And this is at Tappen Middle School. There's a garden that is not just your average garden. People who do gardens in schools, I think that's very cool, and people can learn a lot from them, but you've taken the idea of a garden, and you want to expand it beyond just a nice food source and an interesting extracurricular activity, right? You want to go beyond that,
0: right? Absolutely. We are. We are beyond it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's, what are some examples of that? I know, I know. aside from extracurricular, it's also something that's working its way into the actual school system, right?
2: hmm Yeah. Alyssa makes
0: announcements all the time, so that's fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do make a lot of announcements, and then a lot of students and teachers also make announcements um, in the school. Uh, as far as how it expands, um, we have we have a, a garden, and now we've also grown into a winter garden. So we have a big hoop house out there. So we're hoping to be able to grow food. Or hoop. we will be growing food this this hoop, winter. Hoop house. Hoop house. Fancy word for green. Greenhouse. Yes. Oh, okay. A greenhouse, and I call it a hoop house because it has metal frames and then it's covered in plastic. Okay. Um, and we work. I work a lot with the teachers in partnership, and so actually looking at what they're working on in their classroom in ways that they can bring um, bring together what they already need to be doing in their curriculum what they're what they're mandated and what they want to be doing and bring in different food and food system and gardening related things so today i was working for instance with the sixth grade math class that was um helping to organize different sections of the garden and it tied in um, a lot of things they were working on from the beginning of the year to the end of the year so it started with the beginning of their curriculum started with scale, and you probably even know better, hmm. Helena. I don't know if you remember what you were learning at the beginning of the in year in math. In math, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah.
1: Math is uh, hard. Hard for you? Is that a hard
0: thing? To no, do?
2: <laughs> no. It was last uh. year, but today it's. E- I mean, this year it's easy.
0: So well Miss Frantum was saying that it was math and um, or scale and proportion and things like that, and then right now they've gone through a whole year and they're moving on to graphing and. Putting things on the x y coordinates, and the garden actually has a main x y coordinate, and so they're um, using, they're figuring out area and percentage, and um, they're graphing like where different vegetables are going. Like, oh, wow. oh, you know, the cucumbers at negative three, negative eight, and the potato bed is going to be in <laughs> two six, and they're drawing everything out. And so it was a real. She was really energized by it because it was a really neat way to bring all these things together and the kids loved having a real authentic learning experience so to have me in there and to talk about it and to give some context to what they were being a part of and then being able to um, you know learn learn go outside and actually measure and actually have something that was in the paper turn it into something that was in the garden and you know the struggles and the excitement about that and working together they were I was really impressed. I wish you'd been in that class, (laughs) Helena. So we work with four classes. So there's more and more things like that happening.
1: Yeah, I know. I took math classes through most of high school. I never got a chance to use it, I don't think. (laughs) I mean, I think we did some little experiments. Maybe that was uh, physics. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I mean, how often do you get to actually go to your classes in math and actually then use it immediately for something like a garden? Which then can become food. I mean, that's pretty neat. To a great experience, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah, I never, I never like use half the stuff we learn in math. It's like, yeah. <clears throat> we do so much stuff with the school. There's so many teachers who want to help out,
0: especially Miss Power. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a, lot there are. Pe- a lot of people getting together to help out.
0: It. Um, it's it is it's a little bit goes a long way, and that's what I'm always telling the kids too. That it's um, there's not any one person or one teacher who that everything's riding on or that everything's counting on. But it's different people in every grade, all the different subjects. You know, some a lot of electives and a lot of core subject areas, and then you know it's even the school staff i mean the custodians building friendships with them and they're they're excited and helping in any way they can and all the house offices and the media center they're selling raffle tickets and it's um so I, the
1: whole school is getting involved
0: it really yeah it really brings people together And the and the community that's coming out you know for the event is it's just amazing it's not just people who have kids at tappan it's it's people who are just excited to be a part of something really positive i think it feels good yeah
2: but then were didn't you put like raffle tickets sign things up in a bunch of local shops and stuff too? Yeah. So that's cool. It's the people that in aren't it. in this school aren't are like doing it too. Yes. And you know, you can email your friends and tell them that we're having a big big event. Event
0: thing. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. tomorrow with tomorrow. about this time yes, in fact. <laughs> we're having you can all come everybody out there you're welcome to come uh-huh. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun
2: and um, it's so it's gonna be really cool we're gonna have guinea pigs and and then we're gonna have food and activities and we're gonna yeah do you
0: and remember what, really what the other animals are coming You were yeah. so excited. there's gonna
2: be a sheep oh boy and a bunch of baby goats and <laughs> some guinea pigs and Chickens. baby chicks they're gonna be so <laughs>
1: cute that's great and it all starts tomorrow at six p.m. Six p.m. at Tappan Middle School, which is I have the address two two
0: five one East Stadium, which is right near the corner of um where the intersection between uh, Washington Stadium is. Yep, yeah. <laughs> that's the one. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be on the field behind the hill. There's a big greenhouse and garden, and now there's flags hanging up that the kids made. Yeah, um, it's
2: all us making stuff. It's so fun. You know? Cool.
0: Um, there's more than just animals. Can I tell you a little bit more about what's going to be there? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so we're going to be obviously talking about some of the things that we're doing, where there's also going to be teachers there talking about different ways they're bringing it into their classroom. Um, there's going to be a number of other organizations and groups coming that we're working in partnership with or that are related locally. So um, a pretty wide variety of um, people who we've been working with throughout the years or you know, or are new for that partnership and um we're also really excited about having um fresh food local food that the kids are preparing with um with the help of a volunteer chef his name is roger bowser and he's been volunteering for years he's actually the chef at zingerman's and he just has been doing cooking classes in um a part of this since since it's beginning. So and we're working that... with almost 100 kids all morning to make um, local fresh sandwiches with, uh, it really is going to be almost all local ingredients. And um, Now, a lot animals. of that will come from
1: the garden itself?
0: Uh, not from the garden itself, because it's pretty early in the season to be doing much That's harvesting.
1: That's true. That's cold, man. Um, it's we could
0: have, there are some things, and by next spring, um, especially with the greenhouse, we will have more things. We're hoping to be able to do this annually, have a harvest dinner every fall, and have... Um, Some sort of festival in the spring and just um, see where that goes over time. But um, it's free. It's going to be really fun. And uh, there's going to be food and. Food. Yeah. Yeah. And music. Music. There's going to be students playing music, um, mostly Tappan students and then also Tappan alumni coming back. It's your last chance to buy um, raffle tickets to the best raffle in town. <laughs> They're just a dollar, and um, the money goes directly back into the educational programming. It's uh, All the pro- prizes were donated, so the dollar is just a direct donation. Um, There's more information about that on our website, if you really want to look. <laughs>
1: okay, and the website is?
0: Um, it's agrarianadventure.org, and I'm going to spell it. It's a- okay. G- A-G-R-A-R-I-A-N adventure.org.
1: The Agrarian Adventure. Yeah. So all this is coming from a garden. There's a a garden called the Agrarian Adventure. It's at Tappan Middle School, and all this stuff we've talked about all has grown out of this garden, if you want to put it that way. (laughs) And that big event tomorrow is coming up. That's at 6 o'clock. Again, that's at 2251 East Stadium at Tappan Middle School. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that and also a little bit about how did the agrarian adventure get started and that sort of thing but first we're going to hear something that is sort of the the opposite of what we're talking about this is a (laughs) tune called junk food and uh musically it's good for you but i wouldn't put this in your stomach uh this is a group called food from an album called last supper and i think they're danish but i can't quite or maybe they're norwegian i don't know but either way it's junk food and it goes a little something like this Hello, this is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. And we've just heard a tune called Junk Food by the group Food. I think, I haven't determined whether they're Norwegian or not. You can't really tell by listening. Um, but it's from an album called Last Summer, and it's from a, a label called Rune Gramophone. And as I was saying, it's good for your ears, but not so good for your tummy. You wouldn't want to eat that song. But what we're talking about is more healthier stuff than that is the Agrarian Adventure, which is a garden at Tappan Middle School, which is not only a garden, but an experience and all kinds of other neat stuff. And we are here with uh, folks who have been involved with the garden. And I'd like to ask... How it all began? What are some of the ways? that How did, who thought of it? And what's the whole thing?
0: Where did it come from? Where did it come from? Um, well, let me start by saying that our, our mission, we're an educational nonprofit, and our mission is to work in partnership with public schools and um, to really enrich students' connections between the foods they eat and not just look at it from um, how it impacts their personal health, but looking at the environmental um, and social and community aspects to it as well. So widening that circle of, thinking about health.
1: Not, lo- not a lot of people think about where the food comes from, adults even, but uh, yeah. Yes,
0: many adults. I'm finding the more that I do this actually that I am talking and working a lot um, with, the, with the parents and with the teachers and, um, and the adults that come along with the kids that are at the school every day. So that is actually very, very good. Um, so as far as where we got started, um, this has been a real genuine grassroots process. And initially it got started with... A simple conversation that grew into a more substantial partnership with the local Slow Food group, um, Slow Food Huron Valley, and that was around in 2000. It's still around now, I'm sorry, but we started talking in 2003 um, and talking between Todd Wickstrom, who was one of the leaders in that group, and Gary Court, who is the principal at Tappan. And it started with a conversation that quickly grew into um, about a year-long planning process that involved um, a lot of visioning and goal-setting with um, teachers and more and more people from the local slow food movement and the students at the school. And um, really... Looking at the broad vision, the long-term planning. So, yeah, the most tangible thing that you can see is the garden, and that's something that people really gravitate to. But making sure that we're think we're always we're looking ahead and saying, well, this is a garden, but this is the garden is a resource that is getting us to these other goals, which is really enriching the health in a really holistic perspective. So since then, it's really it's really grown, and it's only been since last um, September that we've had anybody in a paid. Um, or a paid executive director position, and that's just half time, and um, and it's really growing. And I could go through all the steps. I don't know how uh-huh. much detail you want, but it's it's been very exciting, and more and more people are um, involved, and the support is um, very thorough and genuine and inspiring. Well,
1: what's amazing is uh, how much work it takes to put into a garden. You
0: bet, and we need more help.
1: <laughs> you need volunteers.
0: Yes, my yeah. name.
1: You need volunteers tomorrow, don't you?
0: Um, yeah, we could use more volunteers for certain, and um, it. but really at this point, we're really interested in people coming out to see what's going on. It's a great way to learn about not just what we're doing, but how it fits in with everything else that's going on. Um, it's at 6 p.m. It's drop-in anytime. But tomorrow? Tomorrow evening at 6, and um, it's free. It's open to anyone in the community, all ages. It's really, we have activities that'll be geared for little people all the way through adults, and... Helena looks like she's going to say something. Yes. You say yeah.
2: So- the, you know, they're going to make scarecrows, and that's going to be really fun. So. Oh, cool. Scarecrows are cool. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and,
2: potato sack races.
1: Potato sack races. Oh, and they're ver- going to
2: be art projects,
0: too, for little kids and stuff. Cool. Seed planting, recipe book making. um, I actually, I really won't go on and on about all the different things. There's gonna be quite a few different ac- activities. Sure, let's hear going some on. more
1: activities. come on, let's hear. It.
0: um oh no, now I have to remember them all um, um, time making. Oh, yeah, we're making um stepping stones for the garden too. There's gonna be little and and big Ooh. scarecrows. um we're hoping oh, cool. to actually be able to do some of the planting that the math classes are laying out tomorrow in in final um so we can actually do some potato planting
2: oh, yeah, and there's also food um Roger and a bunch of volunteers who like to cook are going to be making... And yeah, I'll, students, yeah, that's I'll what I mean. A lot of Tappan students are going to be cooking yummy stuff that we're going to cool. eat. T- too.
1: Really fresh, yummy, local, from the yeah. garden stuff. And uh, Kami Potokuchi is here.
3: Yes, and, and I'm just so excited about all the activities and have been, been sort of mentally checking them off. And uh, one thing that we may have if the weather is warm uh, is actually some shearing of the sheep. Um, oh. That may that may be that, that our farmer friend is bringing. So I've never seen this happen. So I'm really excited. And I hope, I hope the weather is warm. If not, we let the sheep keep their wool because they'll need it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll ask the sheep what they think <laughs> of that. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of neat stuff happening at Tappan Middle School tomorrow.
2: You bet. And we might be able to pet the sheep. The person, the sheep person said that it's a nice sheep. So we might be able to pet the sheep.
1: Oh, okay. Not not a rampaging sheep. <laughs> no. No,
2: no, she left that one at home. Psycho <laughs> sheep. No, <laughs> that would not be good.
1: No, not good, not good. So um, this agrarian adventure has been going on for some years now, and one thing I, I read also is that you want to take this beyond and join a group of people that are going to help provide fresh food for all of Southeast Michigan. If I understand correctly, that's that's a, a long-term oh, I, goal.
0: Um yeah absolutely we've been working in partnership with um the group's name is the food system economic partnership but nobody says that name too much <laughs> um most people commonly refer to it as FSEP, is the acronym okay. um and so we've been working with them and um and actually in, there's a lot of crossover in these in these circles um this grassroots local food movement so a lot of the people who are coming to the event also talk about the different things that are going on locally there's people who are on boards of these organizations and on different working groups and so there's a lot of a lot of crossover there but yeah we're very very excited um we've been doing a lot of foundational work for for years and at this point we're ready to um be working on a pilot uh farm to school project which is um a step towards getting local food into the cafeterias which is means a lot of things and um for us, it means healthier food. It means An alternative food. to Pizza Hut in the classrooms? <laughs> you or bet. Yeah. The, after yeah, the cafeteria. right now
2: we have, like, not... Well, they still do wraps and stuff, but, you know, it would be nicer to eat. Like, tomatoes picked that morning and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. You know? So you like that? I mean, you...
2: Yeah, yeah. They taste so good. Yeah. They taste so much better than the stuff you buy at the store. Like, it's amazing, the difference.
1: Yeah. What are some other crunchy stuff or chewy stuff you like
2: well the i remember last year there were these string beans and i used to just go up to the garden and pick them off the vine and eat them and they were so yummy ah. they were so good i mean <laughs> i normally mom makes <laughs> string beans and i'll be like uh, but then we'd go up there and they were so yummy <sighs>
1: <laughs> yeah oh. you can buy stuff at the supermarket but there's a, there's something about getting it right off the vine or right off the tree or laid well, on the a tree in the garden but you know
0: <laughs> yeah we will have trees in the garden i mean outside of the garden where we are we do have some fruit perennial fruits planted and um oh, okay and that's also part of the vision is to be able to keep to keep growing and planting those things so there is fruit and trees in the mm-hmm. future planning for the future um so yes i feel like i didn't really get to finish explaining but um it's the ann arbor um at least in the I, I'm not even sure where to start about it. It's, it's, it's farm to school is a concept that big plans. means a lot of things, and there is um, a pilot that's pilot program that's going to start up in the Ann Arbor schools, also in Chelsea, and one in um, the Henry Ford Academy. Oh, wow. And so the, the Agrarian Adventure is partnering with um, with Chartwells, with the school system, with FSEP, and also with Project Healthy Schools, which is another educational organization, mm-hmm. to um, network and collaborate around making this as as good as it can possibly be and looking towards long-term um, sustainability of keeping and helping get more local food into the, into the cafeteria and also the rethinking school lunch.
1: You do need to basically. rethink school lunch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. So it's not just about getting the food in there, but um, doing things like Helena was talking on the way over a lot of taste testings and uh, exposing students to new food and, building relationships with local farmers and, and doing those things that we're, our mission, like I was mentioning, is um, taking health and looking at it from a broader perspective. So the community and the, and the environment and local food and supporting local farmers is a part of that
2: yeah um one time we did a test table at tappan and we made potato leek soup and Ooh. so that was really that was great that was a lot of fun
0: and that was with potatoes and leeks that were grown in the garden by the students and mm-hmm. then we made it with them and shared it with mm-hmm. a lot of people oh, excellent. and we learned how to
2: make <laughs> potato leek soup and it was really good potato leek soup yeah
0: <laughs> very so, cool yeah we're hoping to be able to do more and more and more things like that. But there are a lot of challenges to this sort of thing. So that's, you would think, oh, what a no-brainer. Why don't we buy some local food from the, from the farmer and get it in the cafeteria and it'll be fresh, it'll be delicious. But there are a lot of logistical hurdles, so it does take a lot of support and a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of people working together and a lot of advocating um, from the parents and the, the local community to say, we need this. We want this. Our kids deserve better, and it's good for the economy. It's good good for everyone.
1: Good for the local economy because you get local farmers involved with making food that's going to be of use to all the students in in all of the schools. So yeah, that's good business, and it's uh, good for them. And Kami, you have. A and
3: it's also consistent with the school's mission to grow, you know, good, uh, healthy citizens.
1: That's what schools are all about.
3: You and would hope. Yes. <laughs>
1: So so it's going to take some rethinking and a little work convincing people but you but people are taking to this aren't they they're really enthusiastic about it
0: Absolutely the idea is fantastic and really resonates with people it comes down to um things like the food the, the food regulation and a lot of the things that we're seeing kind of all over as far as um regulations and challenges to having local food and just Local farmers getting more and more pushed out by the amount of regulation that's going on and the kind of regulation that's going on, and then the distribution networks. and um, so there's a lot of things locally for our food system that um, to be sustainable and to really be secure that need to happen. so the, this is a part of that) <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. And Kami?
3: And actually, while we're on that topic of you know broader food system issues, I just want to uh, put it out there that this is a very important time uh, for the Farm Bill, because the Farm Bill is coming up for renewal, and there are lots of uh, debates and discussions around the country uh, about what it should have and what it should not have. Um, and Debbie Stabenow, uh, our very own senator, is on the Senate Ag Committee. So I would encourage um, everyone out there who want to support local farmers, who want to bring more local food into uh, local communities, schools especially, um, help build infrastructure that <clears throat> supports local food systems and uh, increases the availability of healthy foods to really, uh, you know, make their voice heard in the Farm Bill discussions.
1: So look that up, Farm Bill, and and look at her, Debbie Stabenow has been talking about that a lot. So Senator Debbie Stabenow's website, I imagine, would have some information on right, that.
3: Right. And there's also another website called um, www.healthy.com. Farmbill.org. And there there are lots of organizations that it'll connect you to uh, if you go there.
1: Great. Well, thank you. And let's wrap up with talking about how much fun's going to happen tomorrow. (laughs) At uh, Tappan Middle School, the Agrarian Adventure has a great big event
0: Spring Festival. Spring Festival,
1: yeah. And there's going to be sheep. There may be sheep (laughs) shearing. We don't know that for sure, but the the sheep may be sheared. There's going to be local food, um, delicious food made by students. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, that's what we've been talking about before. We didn't
0: actually say what it was, but that's the event.
1: (laughs) Yes, local students making local food for local people.
0: Right, from local farms. Also games, activities, educational and fun um, tours. You can learn about a lot of things that are going on locally in other organizations. A lot of opportunities to get involved, get excited, find out about other events coming up. Um, And... I'm looking at my list. I'm trying to think (laughs) if I said them all. But um, oh yeah, some of the organizations that are coming: um, the People's Food Co-op, Project Grows, Heirloom Gardeners have been incredible um, partner of ours, offering a lot of seeds. They're coming. Um, FSEP, the Food System Economic Partnership, the Wellness Garden of Glacier Hills, so an elderly community. um, They'll all be
1: there talking about what they do.
0: They'll be talking about what they do and Mm -hmm. doing activities too. Um, And there's more. And um, music. Um, and music by students and student tap and alumni it will be um it will be a really fun festification and i would hope everybody comes out that can make it you don't and have it, to stay the whole time it's drop in from six to eight and it's free so, and it's free <laughs> yeah
2: and and also you can just go to have fun you don't have to get really you don't have to get all worked up about it if you don't want to you can just go and you know you can listen to like the tap an orchestra play s- stuff and you can eat, eat some good yummy food. food and you can maybe do a couple activities and watch little kids do activities and stuff and Look at little baby you chicks yeah <laughs> look at little baby chicks you know yeah. it's you don't have to make a huge big thing no just have fun i'm going to but you know yeah s- sit in the grass <laughs> talk to your friends
1: yeah. Yeah. So Bring your friends. Friends. yeah.
2: Bring your friends. Bring <laughs> yeah. your friends. Yes. <laughs> Bring your friends. <laughs>
1: Bring your friends. With well, our subliminal, that wasn't very subliminal. One, it? it's pretty <laughs> forward. But yeah, well, that's it. So um, that's at the Tappan Middle School, which is at two two five one East Stadium. The Agrarian Adventure Spring Festival is tomorrow from six to eight p.m. You can find out about it at agrarianadventure.org. Well, thank you so much, Helena, for being on the show, and thank you, Alyssa.
0: Thank you for having us. We're thrilled. You're welcome. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) And Kami, Kami's also a a board member here. Well,
1: this has been WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. I've been Mike for a while now, and we're going to wrap this up, and we're going to go to Face the Music with Arwolf, which is coming up in just a moment. And this is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. See you next week. This is really cool, Mike. What is this? This is great. Do you have a, a copy of it so I can... Oh, you're going to talk over there? Okay. We're having a, we're having yeah. a party here. That's good. This is, a, oh, this is a French group called Lojo. Lojo. And it, it's the album's called Mojo Radio, and the cut is Ye Yeki. That's very cool. Oh! That's, I'm glad I turned it up right at that moment. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Um, listen, it's right after 7 o'clock. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. We're student-run experimental radio from the University of Michigan with a lot of community involvement, and tonight I'm very happy to announce that we have what looks to be a full hour, or close to it, of music by Richard Himber and his Ritz-Carlton Hotel Orchestra. These recordings made predominantly in the 1930s. I'll tell you all about uh, what this means and who these people were and so forth and tell you some wild stories in a little while. But I thought it'd be nice to start with something